in the game, I will have to take a quick bow about the stats on the video board. You're welcome. If you were at the stadium watching the game, that's all. That's basically all me, right? Yeah. Uh, it's not punting stats. Don't, don't even know. Did Master Mono even play? Never oh, saw a punting stat. I'd say the squeaky wheel gets the grease, but you weren't even squeaky. You were like screeching. I was a screaming wheel. The... the screaming wheel got what he wanted. Um, <laughs> so, but back to the game. Yeah, I, I think that the defense, look, they played now eight quarters and given up one touchdown. Right. That's pretty good. Now, I'm going to go ahead and say this. Syracuse probably isn't the best offense they've no, seen all season. The they don't have a lot going for them. Their quarterback apparently had food poisoning, which is what I'd say, too. I, although the last couple times I've seen him play, it looks like he had food poisoning. He might Go have fish. perpetual food Garrett, poisoning. you're a guy. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, they came in having scored 21 points in, three, in the last two games. So, you knew. But, I mean, look, they scored 14 on Clemson, and they scored three on you. And I thought the pass defense was really good. I thought the, they got pressure on them. But also, it's almost hard. Hey, I, I, good timing. I knew that was coming, the, the ice dump. Um, I, I liked what the defense did as far as pressuring him, moving him off his spot. He didn't, I think he had one run that was worth anything. Um, I, I just, I, I really, really like the defensive effort because those are the games that if the defense just loses a dude, just loses a dude and you give up an 80 yard touchdown, it could be a game. And they played really, like Shaheen said, it was the best they've, they communicated at an elite level, which was good to see because we're six games into the season now. Yeah, that's the thing. Syracuse's offense is not good. You're right. Uh, that, that is Thank accurate. You. Thank you. But, it didn't really matter sometimes this season. It felt like yes, even against correct. offenses that were not very good, it felt like they would find a way to either a breakdown of miscommunication uh, or a couple of missed tackles. There were probably a couple of missed tackles in this game, but I thought what was impressive is every time Syracuse did start to drive, and it was only a couple times, but when they did drive at all, the defense completely shut them down. Like, you yeah. didn't let them finish off the drives. They, they gathered themselves and shut down. They also, some takeaways, Joshua Farmer has a strip sack yep. down near the goal line. They turned into zero points, but Jer it was – Jerverse, why you gotta be negative? Sorry. Jerverse could have scooped, had a chance to scoop and score it, got tackled, and then uh, they also had a pick late in the game. Yeah, greedy uh, Vance. By greedy Vance. Yep. It just, you know, it, it felt like a, an attacking defensive. It almost had concept. a few more. Like right. it wasn't, right. there were no open guys to really throw to. And now part of that is because Syracuse doesn't have, you know, Marvin Harrison's not running around on that team right now. They don't have Jim Brown. I'm gonna go through all the Kirby Syracuse Dardar's great. Not Kirby Dardar's not there. Don McNabb's not playing quarterback. Uh, man, they've had a lot of good players yeah. over the years, Syracuse. Um, but, you know, they don't have great weapons on that side of the ball, honestly. But, again, like Ira said, it didn't matter much Quadri sometimes. Quadri, yeah, he was great. The missile, the not missile. the rocket, the missile. Uh, he scored a couple touchdowns in this place. Really? Yeah, back in 91. Um, but, yeah, so, and we got to get to that in a second, too, about one of the greats from that 91 team uh, was talked about in, in postgame. But the, the fact that there were no breakdowns, there was nobody just, they, that I can remember anyway, there was nobody just running free. They hit a couple of runs, which will happen. I didn't think the run defense was ex, as exceptional as it's been, but they rotated a ton of players. I noticed on the first series of the second half, Ira, you had your backup defensive ends in the game on the first series. They are really making a point to rotate these guys in, to keep their play counts down, because they plan on playing in December, in meaningful games in December, and they want to be as fresh as possible. Offensively, you know, you look at the final numbers. I mean, Keon Coleman is. We have I to, mean, we'd be remiss. We would uh, be very to not, remiss to not get. Uh, to, let's just go to Keon right now. Early in the game, he has a one-handed catch that was as, probably as spectacular a catch as you'll ever see. I mean, you can't do a whole lot more individually. He could have spun off the guy and scored. <laughs> he could have cartwheeled off him and scored a, somehow. Just an incredible catch. Not Jordan's best throw, but he, he put no. it up there, and Keon went and made a play. One-handed grab. Uh, but and like it was behind them, leaping up yeah. like it was an alley-oop. It, it was, was a start crazy. of a huge day for him. He ended up having, uh, I think, 140 yards receiving. Nine catches, Over yeah. 100 yards in punt returns. Yeah. 
came they out. had a 31 taken off the board because right. of Conrad Hussey's multiple penalty play. <laughs> yeah, it's a two for one. Another BOGO there from Conrad <laughs> Hussey. But uh, no, Keon Como is incredible. And, you know, he's, he downplayed the need to do it with Johnny Wilson not being available. But that's a reality. Johnny yeah. Wilson's your number one receiver statistically. He had most receiving yards coming into this game, had two touchdowns and a half last week. Right. He wasn't available today. And Keon Coleman just was sensational. I mean, I don't know what to say about him. He, you know, you – we, we knew this offense was going to be good anyway before he signed in May. But he, he literally, he's the guy that if you just want to project, like, okay, you're playing, a, you're, you're in a close game at Florida. Or you're in a close game in ACC Championship. Or if everything goes well, you're playing Georgia. They don't got people that can cover him because nobody does. You've got a special dude. You know what I mean? Like you, the, these other, and Johnny Wilson's like that too. He's a six, seven freak. So you've got two guys out wide that if nothing else works, like Death Valley, for right. instance. You've got a guy that goes and makes incredible plays because you got a guy that they don't have. You just have a different dude. Um, and I think Jaheim Bell, if he gets 100% healthy, you'll see that out of him yeah. too. Um, and Jordan Travis is Jordan Travis. But these two wide receivers, um, when Johnny gets back, uh, you know, again, we think they have one of the best wide receiver cores in the country. It's nice that other guys got to catch the ball a little bit. Um, but I thought that, uh, you, you know, Keon is just a next level guy. Like, Pokey Wilson's a fine college football player, right? You won 10 games there with were, him as your starting there receiver. There was a time about six, seven months ago where I thought losing Pokey Wilson might be something we, we started, like, yeah. getting upset about during the yeah. season. Because yeah. he made so many clutch receptions yeah. last year. But, man, Keon Coleman is just a completely different level. Um, it's almost like don't need a coach on this play offense. Like, because he just does things that you can't you, – you, you, it's just there aren't dudes around the country doing that, and you're lucky to have them. Not yeah. lucky. You earned it, I guess. But you have them. Other teams don't. That's a nice wild card. Was also his other his long touchdown pass was a was probably the, one of the first times we've seen Jordan really great hit throw. a receiver in stride. Yeah, that's a was great just throw. A perfect throw as he got lit up too. Yeah, and he uh, Keon hit the corner with a double move, gets open, gets some separation. He didn't have to wait on it. Didn't right. have to race to catch up. It just caught him right in stride. Like you said, Jordan got lit up when he threw. Well, it. and he had protection. I mean, it broke down there at the very end, but he can't hold the ball for five seconds. It was kind of a double move. It was a slant and go. And so he had to wait a little bit, and yeah, that was a that was a great throw. That was one of the, I thought that throw, and ironically, uh, he made a couple throws to Jaheim that were really good. He made a throw to Trey that Trey dropped after the verse fumble uh, recovery, where it's not a great throw as in where it's located, but you remember the play I'm talking yeah. about. Where he rolls out to his right, and Trey dropped it. Trey, it actually, dog. We, we didn't need you to catch the ball. In live time, I thought maybe he threw it a little too hard and a little bit, but it was actually perfect. It, it was, it, so perfect. exactly where he had to throw it, with a defender on him, leading him to the yeah. pylon. Well, not here, but down here. But with a guy in his face that he w didn't expect to be there. Just a really uh, – he does things still. I know we can, we can gripe and we can nitpick, but Jordan Travis just does, I don't know, 8, 10, 12 things a game that not many other quarterbacks in the country are doing. Well, I also thought about the thing about this game offensively was, you know, and, and there, they sputtered a little bit. It was 17 to 3 at halftime. Yeah. But there were some drop passes. Yeah, there were four, some, four, four or five, yeah. Some questionable play calls, decisions yeah. that the, the Jordan seemed to get frustrated about. You think? <laughs> and, uh, you know, and, and, but I thought what was cool about it, and we talked to Mike Norvell about it, we talked to several of the players about it, about when Jordan gets like that, is it a negative thing or is it a – because it feels sometimes like it could be a negative thing. It's just so just, different than what we've seen from him. But it reminds him. you back of like Dan Marino or something yeah. like that. You know, yeah, Dan just... Fouts. Yeah, old school. I got gotcha. you. Screaming at guys. Yeah. Bart Starr, I think, yeah. is fiery on the sideline. But, no, I mean, I just – it's it, like you said, it's not something we've seen a lot out of Jordan. So people wonder, is that going to be a negative thing? But, they, but everybody we talked to, and it seemed sincere, was, man, he just wants to be perfect and he thinks this offense can play – 
much better than it did today, and, and so that's how they take it. Yeah, there were a couple plays. There was the, you know, obviously the fourth down. He was upset that they, uh, the, the Jaheim Bell Wildcat one. He they was split not. Him out wide. They split him out wide. He was not fired up about that. I don't know if he was fired up, mad about the play call or how quick, how late it got in. Maybe. And we didn't talk to Jordan after the game, so we couldn't ask him anyway. And there was another play with Jakai's running a, a crossing route, a shallow cross in front of him on third down. And uh, he drops it, and then he, he kind of goes to him and tells him he needs to keep running. Yeah, like, like Toa Philly's cut off the rattle. Yeah. He didn't run full speed. And it's, uh, it, you made it, was it Toa Philly? Oh, no, it was Jakai. You're Jakai, right, okay. Uh, yeah, come on, man. Sorry. Come on, don't correct me when I'm right. I'm sorry. And sorry, then, uh, and, yeah, really. But uh, so he, it's stuff you haven't seen from him, though. Like, and I, and it, it could, it could be taken as a negative, but I really do think he's taking complete ownership. I don't know it's because he doesn't think this offense has reached its full capacity, which it hasn't. He's only got six regular season games left right. in his college career, or the fact that he knows they got to get better to go win a national championship. I think it's probably all of the above. But he was really fired up out there, which I think, by and large, is a good thing, as long as, like Norvell said, it remains positive. And he said Jordan Travis is always positive. You said Trey Benson didn't catch the ball well today. That's yeah. fair. He did run well. Yeah, 74 that, yards, yeah. That Syracuse run defense is legit. I mean, yeah. they, they've, they've really done a good job. They, they shut down Clemson's running game yeah. pretty much. They have been really good all season. They're one of the top rushing defenses in the country. And, and Trey Benson got some really tough yards. And then LT comes and hits the home run, the 50-yarder. And then uh, you talked about that 1991. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, so he was uh, – I just gave it away. So he was asked what, what uh, running back he kind of patterns his game after. If there's a particular running style he likes to pattern game after. And who are you thinking after. he's going to so say? I was going to – I thought he was going to say, uh, I, I don't know, Bajon Robinson? Yeah. Like, I don't know, somebody that plays right now? And he said Amp Lee. <laughs> From 1991, uh, well, 1989 to 91. But, man, I just I, filled me with joy. Like, how does he even know Ampley? It's cool that he even knows who Ampley is, much less has watched enough highlights to say that's why I patterned my game after. definitely filled up 17-year-old Corey Clark. Man, but, hey, that's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, I was excited, but it was a lot, I was 17. It was a lot of, I didn't. All right, yes. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But, yes, Ampley was incredible. I love that dude. I think all, everybody watching this that's of a certain age, like, say, old, like us, uh, really appreciate Ampley. And it's just cool that Toa Feely said right. that. It's like maybe in 30 years, somebody's, somebody's going to, my grandson is going to be saying uh, he, Toa Feely's his favorite running back. <laughs> and it was also on the day where Florida State brought back a ton of players yeah. from all generations. There were a lot of different generations here, but, but specifically it was the 30th anniversary. Not 30th anniversary, well, not the date of the national right. championship, but the 30th year anniversary of the 1993 National Championship team celebrated today. It was the 30th anniversary of them beating the absolute crap out of some ACC team. <laughs> you can pretty be yeah. sure of that. Uh, what was cool about it was, you know, look, man, a lot of these former players come back. Charlie Ward lives in town, so he's back. Derek Brooks is back all the time. You see those guys a lot. Yeah. But it was cool to see some of these former coaches. Chuck Amato, Mark Rick yeah. came back. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Billy Sexton, who's had some health issues, he was here. I mean, it was just, uh, it, was, it was neat, man. Brad Scott, who spent basically 15, 20 years on yeah. Clemson sidelines. So um, pretty cool day. And it sounds like it really, they spoke to the team yeah. and made a big impression. Yeah, and Warwick Dunn was here too. You right. can't forget that. And I wrote in my column that will be on WordChant here while, while you're watching this. Um, you know, Keon Coleman fits in with that group. You know what I mean? Like I was saying that, look, and, and I know we're going back sure. to the present day, but he's not going to be here long enough to leave a legacy like Warwick Dunn or Charlie Ward. But there haven't been many players, offensive skill players, in the history of this program better than that guy. Would you agree? I would say this, yeah. If the, if, if he makes a KB type catch, because KB only had that one year, really. He did. And he, he left did. the legacies. Yeah. So Keon can do that. I think Keon's more talented than KB. He, he's, Maybe. He's definitely going to be a pro longer. <laughs> I think that's safe to say. That is a very safe bet. Yes, correct. Um, right. That's probably, yeah, we won't go too far in the comparisons of the 93 team and this team. But, of course, it improves the 6 0. Nice win. 
Uh, you know, and again, I, I still think fans are going to be wanting a little bit more. My, yeah. My wife actually texted me after the game, are they happy now? Because that's what we talk about every week. And I, I don't think they're happy now, Kim. I don't think they're happy. But, but they're getting closer. Getting happier. This was, this was closer and also, to look what at, you want to And see also, I think all the angst comes from the offense because it, it hiccups a little bit. You expect it to be a lead. It is, it is playing very well. It's not playing as well as we know it can uh, because it is an offense that can score on 85% of its drives when it's playing well. But, man, look at that defense. When you started the season, if you would have said this team's going to be 6-0, and the defense isn't giving up more than 22 points to anybody, um, and they just came off two straight games where they gave up one touchdown total, it's starting to find itself. Right. We thought the defense was going to be the weak link. If it can just be a good link, doesn't have to be an awesome link. If it can be a good link, the offense should be good enough that you got a chance to keep playing well. Have you had your vitamin energy today? I have. Yeah, I have. I needed it. It's a rough night last night. It's a rough night last night. <laughs> Daddy needed it. VitaminEnergy.com. Warchamp Bogo is the promo code. I hope the tractor drivers had their vitamin the, energy. They're we, getting after it. Got Knowles running the company. Support them. Ooh. They support us. Uh, and it's a great product. Incredible product. And it'll uh, make you feel better. And it's healthy. It's a healthy alternative right. to some of the other things that are out there. Well done. Like Ira. cocaine. Cocaine, uh, heroin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot healthier than saying. that. It's a lot healthier. <laughs> you have all guarantee it's healthier than cocaine. <laughs> All right, we lost Aslan. Talk to you next time from uh, Dokey. <laughs> what, what an ending. <laughs>